Today's episode is all about growing your business organically. I'm talking with my good friend, Susie Daphnis, about her strategy for organic growth. I completely buy into it. I want to do it too. Come listen, because I think you'll be inspired. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am really excited to have my good friend, Susie Daphnis, here with me today. I'm going to tell you the reason why. The reason why, well, first of all, I really like her and enjoy every minute I spend with her. But the real reason I'm happy to have her with us is that as far as all of the people I know in business that, you know, kind of in my business community, the one thing I know about Susie is she is really, really good at connecting people. When I think about her strength, that's what it is. And then the other thing that I think she is genius at, and I see it even with me, you are so good, Susie, at relationships. So can you say hi to our audience and introduce yourself? Well, hey, thank you so much, Susan. I also like spending time with you. You're one of my favorite people uh, in the world. And anytime I get time with Susan is a bonus time. I am the CEO of an organization called Her Business, and we work with women with established businesses really to help them put in place plans, repeatable marketing systems to help them grow six and seven figure businesses. But to do that in a way where they never feel like they're having to flog (laughs) themselves or pitch (laughs) all the time or work really hard. None of those yucky things. (laughs) If If our listeners don't know by now, hopefully they will in a minute because you are in a very small market. You actually live down under. I live in Australia. I'm Yes, I am very much down under uh, in Australia, born and raised here. I've spent some time living and working in the United States. and um, But yeah, our market is quite a small one, uh, but it's a good one. <laughs> yes, it is. It's even in e-commerce, you know, I think I was mm. telling you that in our inner circle membership, the, the largest number of members are from the US and then the UK. Mm. And then after that, it's the Australians. And so Australians are really strong in e-commerce. And that's uh, th- that's going to bring me to the, my next point. The real point of this episode is that you and I were talking and I was sharing with you how important to me and I think to mm-hmm. our members that are e-commerce store owners, how important collaboration is going forward. You know, after the changes with iOS 14 and then iOS 15 mm-hmm. last year, I think it was a real wake-up call for so many of us. And we have to realize that every one of us is working hard, building our lists, making, building our audiences, you know, connecting with those audiences. And we all have invested a lot of time and money into doing that. And mm-hmm. there is absolutely no reason in this economy, the way we work, that we can't be sharing those audiences with each other and really lifting each other up in business rather than running out and thinking that we can grow our businesses exclusively with ads. And so I was sharing this with you. We were talking about your work in at her business and all of a sudden the light bulb went on when you were <laughs> talking to me about how you manage this. 
for your members. And so mm. I would love it if you would share with my audience your whole philosophy about collaboration right from the start, which I think is so genius. And then some of the amazing examples you shared with me, because it's really thinking out of the box. And I think our, our people are going to listen to it and a light bulb's going to go off. So I'm handing over the floor, Susie, go for it. <laughs> I love this topic because as business owners, we often think that we have to grow our business off of our own effort, working really, really hard and in isolation, or we have to pay a social media network like Facebook a whole lot of money in order to get in front of clients. But the truth is the fastest, most low-cost way to build your business is through collaborations, and that means getting in front of other people's audiences. But where do you start? And Susan, I love to tell our members that before we can do anything, we really need to understand who our ideal client is. There are people out there that are your ideal client, not just anybody, but the people that you are really for. And once you know who they are, what they look like, their age, their demographic, their pain points, what they love, then it becomes so much easier to find people to collaborate with because you're looking for people who have the same audience. And so I want you to start by doing just a little bit of research. And that is just to sit and ponder who else has my client? What blogs are your clients reading? What influences do they follow? What are they uh, listening to on their podcast? What Facebook groups are they in? What other e-commerce stores are they visiting? And you start to make yourself a list and it can become a very extensive list. I've done this exercise with my members of possible strategic alliances But you have to know who you're looking for, right? Because otherwise, it's anyone who can fog a mirror, as one of my mentors used to say. Anyone who can fog a mirror is not your idle client. But who is your idle client? Once you have identified who they are, it's going to make finding those collaborators even easier. And I'm going to give you some examples. And you want to have a think about that idle client and who are they interacting with before and after they need your products or in some case services. I know most of the listeners of this show have e-commerce stores. but What are they doing before and after? And I want to give you an example. If, for instance, you sell something that's relevant to a wedding, then who else is in that supply chain? What do people need before, during, or after that main event? From fashion to gifts to flowers to shoes to decorations to a venue to celebrants to hotels to cake to food to jewelry to vacations? There's so many people who are also serving that same ideal client. And every person in that supply chain is a possible strategic alliance. Now, that seems like a lot. Then we haven't even talked about photographers, videographers, and other service providers. I was thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) But once we start to look at how many people we could collaborate, and you don't need all the people. I'm going to talk a little more about relationships, something you mentioned, Susan, because these collaborations can be long-term. They're not a shot-in-the-dark, one-off thing. When you can find a few people who are serving that same audience and you start to build relationships, you have lifelong word-of-mouth marketing for your business. So, Susan, you asked me for a couple of examples. Let me know if you want me to go into those. Yeah, let me clarify what you're saying there. Make sure that Mm. I've got it right because I think what you're saying is, that, and I want everyone to listen because I'm pretty sure I have this right, is that it's not a one and done. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely not a one and done. have a standing date with every six months <laughs> or once a year. Is that right, Susie? Is that what you It mean? is. It is. Now, the first time you work with them, you're going to try it out. You're going to see what works. You're going to go, oh, yeah, they had a lot of people coming to my store, but nobody bought. So maybe it wasn't a hand and glove fit. 
What you want to do, though, is once you start to build these relationships, they're like little seedlings. They will become big oak trees if you just keep nurturing them and nurturing them and create a relationship where you are on the same path. You're both lifting each other up. And that's what I've seen inside the Her Business Network. These relationships, they start off with one collaboration. And then years later, these women are still collaborating and working together. And that comes back to making connections. And I know it's not always easy to connect. A lot of us try and grow our business at arm's length from isolation. We don't find it easy to connect with others. So I'm going to give you a few tips for that as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're right. And I think a lot of people are afraid to uh, connect with people because Mm. it might feel like I just come screaming in there and ask for a favor. (laughs) Right. And we don't want to be that person. No. Like, you know, they're that person. You connect with them on a social network and five minutes later, they're flogging their thing inside of your inbox. We don't want to be that person. And so we actually have a three-step system that we use inside the Her Business Network to make profitable connections and collaborations. Uh, And I I want to talk about that. Uh, But first, I want to give you a couple of examples Uh because I want to expand your thinking as to the types of collaborations you could be doing. So the first person I want to talk to you about is Anita. Anita has a business called Sequence and Sand, and she sells swimwear to women whose bodies have changed over time. So perhaps they lost a breast to breast cancer or they've put on weight or they've lost a lot of weight or they're in menopause, but their body is different to what it used to be. And she helps them get comfortable in swimwear and accessories. So I want to give you a couple of examples of collaborations that she's done with other members of our network. She collaborated with a stylist who came in and spoke to her community about what colour, what shape, what hemline, what neckline would suit you best. Great collaboration. Lifts both of them up. Now, the stylist has a community called 35 Plus Where to Shop. So her ideal client is very similar to Anita's, similar age group, similar women. So very symbiotic relationship. She also collaborated with a menopause specialist. We know women of a certain age (laughs) are struggling with things like the meno belly. So you don't want to get into a swimsuit because your body has changed. And so the two of them collaborated and the menopause expert was able to help women with nutrition tips and hormone suggestions to regulate their hormones so that they would feel more comfortable in their new swimsuit. She also collaborated, and I love this one, with a woman who has a fitness business Again, specializing in women 50 plus. So they were able to work together, similar audiences, because they had that same ideal client. So can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. She brought these experts Mm -hmm. and gave her audience big value by introducing these experts to her audience Mm -hmm. as content for her email (laughs) For social media. Yeah, for her Facebook Lives, her webinars, all those things. Looks like she's way more invested in their general well-being than just selling them a swimsuit. And then how would she reciprocate in the other other person's group? Would she just get an offer? That's a great question. So when the woman who has the fitness business, her name is Peter Green, next opened up her 28-day transformation challenge, then Anita would promote it. When the stylist was next promoting her online course, then Anita would promote it. When the menopause specialist was opening up a few spots for consulting, Anita would promote it. So it didn't all happen in the same time. It wasn't a transaction. Exactly. It wasn't a transaction. It was reciprocated in the right time. So that 
uh, reciprocity was banked until the time was right. And that's because these women started, they met each other inside the network. They started to build relationships. They started off with, you know, small things like I'll come into your group and do a Facebook live. You come into my group and offer some tips. And they started to build these relationships. And the important part, Susan, was their audiences started to get to know each other. So it wasn't a surprise when down the line, they got an email saying, hey, I really recommend that you do this program, or I really recommend this new collection of accessories, et cetera. So the relationships had been built. And it was all built on that foundation of who else has my customer and how can I create a profitable collaboration by first creating a great connection? Yeah. And I love what you're saying here because, you know, for us as product people and everyone who's listening will understand this is that you automatically go to either I need a big influencer or I need another another product-based business. But what you're talking about is another more high-touch you know, personable kind of business, the ones that we talk about creating for our products and having that person simply introduce you to their clients. Absolutely. And when we start to think beyond another product business, and you absolutely want to look for product businesses that have the same client that have a complementary product. And there's a whole world of service providers who could also be right for you. One of our other members, Tasha Jennings, she specializes in Uh, fertility, natural fertility. Um, And she has a supplement, a prenatal supplement. So her collaborations are with fertility nurses, right? They have her ideal client. So it's a very hand in glove fit. Uh, We have a lawyer who is working with, for those of you who have services, working with property developers. We have a doggy bakery. We have someone who makes treats for your favorite pets. My dog, Kona, absolutely loves these treats. She's doing a collaboration with a dog shelter. So it's just starting to think about that question that I mentioned earlier, who else has my customer? And once you start to think about where is my client hanging out? What are they reading? What are they listening to? What groups are they in? And you start to notice the conversations. This is a little tip. If you belong to Facebook groups where your idle customer is, You want to start to look at the conversations and anytime there's a conversation that you might have the answer to, or your product might solve that pain point for, you want to take a little screenshot of that. You get enough of those. You could approach that group owner and say, you know what? I've noticed this conversation happening inside your group. I actually have something that could really work for that. Would it be okay if I shared this blog post or if I came in and spoke to your group? We have had members get generate new leads, traffic to their websites, sell more of their products because they're paying attention. And so you can see it's now building a relationship, building a relationship inside a Facebook group you join, building a relationship with the group owner, starting to make those connections. I'm going to keep going back to this word. Collaborations come from connections. Collaborations come from connections. The moment we stop thinking transaction, I do this, you do that, and we start to think more long-term you know, and we're in business for a long time, if we're lucky. <laughs> it, you know, it's like not everything has to happen tomorrow. It's really about starting to plant the seeds for the future inside of your business wow. and starting to build those relationships now. And I'm thinking about this, Susie, as, you, as you're speaking, and I'm thinking for those of you that are like, oh, how much time does this take? How do I get started? I'm afraid, all those things. What I want to share with everyone who's thinking that right now, and Susie, I know you have lots of help for this too, but think about all the time you've invested in things that cost you money. Chasing an influencer on Instagram, 
working on trying to refine your Facebook ads, your Instagram ads to get your traffic to your site, anything that leads to setting up your, building your email list, setting up your email funnels, anything like that, that leads to some success very often takes longer than 15 minutes. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Anything that's, you know, worthwhile in our businesses, like you said, is going to take a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. And I said earlier, one of the things that can happen is the idea of connecting, speaking to people we don't know. Yes. It can be really confronting. And so, and I'm an introvert. And I know when I, I don't know if I've told you this story, Susan, when I started my business, I would not answer the phone in case somebody wanted something from me. So I would let it go to voicemail. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would get my partner, PJ, to call them back because I was so terrified. I didn't want to sound vague. I didn't know how to position my business. And I certainly wasn't going to ask somebody for money. Now, hopefully your listeners are a little more advanced than I was when I was 27 (laughs) years old and totally out of my depth. And so what I did, I noticed that I wasn't the only one who was not afraid of connecting, but just didn't want to be clumsy about it. Didn't want to sound salesy or pushy or awkward or get that blank look where people's eyes are rolling to the back of their head because you're still talking and over-explaining. And so I created a very simple three-step blueprint. And I want to give your listeners just the high level. Again, just once you get this concept, once you get this concept, I think that it'll really help you. And there are three steps to this blueprint. The first is showing up. And we only have so much time, right, Right. Susan? We can't be everywhere. And so once you start to identify where your ideal clients are or your ideal connections or your ideal referrers or these collaborators, you can be very selective about where you show up. That means where you show up for physical networking events, where you show up online in forums or in groups, and just being really selective and going in there with very clear intention. This is my ideal client. This is this particular product or service that I'm looking to make a collaboration on and showing up with great intention, deliberately, and only enough as you need to. Yep. To start and, to make connections. And I suppose you also, when you're when you're going in there deliberately, it's okay to offer up something to someone else first, right? Fact, yes. We call that lift up. And it's actually the third part of okay, this three-step blueprint. Yeah, no, no, this is perfect. So we're showing up. And then the first thing you want to do is you want to lift up. And what what I mean is that you notice a conversation and you have an idea, you have some way to help that person. So you respond. You give someone a thumbs up or a heart or a reply or commiseration or advice or peer mentoring, but you don't ask for anything at this point. You're simply getting known, liked, and trusted. And you're doing this ethically and with integrity right? You're not doing it just because you're going to ask for a favor later. You're doing it because you found your people. You found that you can help these people. And so we're showing up in the right places and then we're lifting up. And lifting up can be acknowledging when you notice someone has taken a little step forward, when you notice someone has had a win, when you notice someone who you perhaps, and I've been in these sort of groups, you watch someone, watch someone, and suddenly they start to make gains. And you think, you know what? It's no skin off my nose to say, you know what? I noticed you did that. And I know how brave of you that was. Or I know that you just ran your first Facebook ad for your new earrings. And I know that cost you a lot of money. And I know you deliberated this image, that image, this headline, that line, but you did it and you sold that first pair. So I just want to say congratulations. I'm getting goosebumps, Susan. I don't know why. Because when we lift each other up, we are lifting ourselves up as well. And anytime we can li- raise the tide for anybody, everybody, you're going to get collaborations. You're going to people have people calling you out because you are giving first. So we show up in the right places. That's our first connection move. We lift up. So we lift someone else up. And then 
Thirdly, we speak up. And that's the third part of our blueprint. And speaking up is about asking for the referral, asking for the favor, asking for the collaboration, asking for that coffee chat. But you kind of want to have banked a few favors before you go doing that, right? Otherwise, you become that person that's like a casino dealer handing out cards at a networking event. You don't want to be that person. That's not how you're going to get collaborations. But when you show up in the right communities where your idle clients are, when you start to give a little bit, whether that's advice, a little bit of your knowledge, you know, a pat on the back, whatever that is, and do it with your heart open that you are really there to contribute to that community, all that will come back to you. And I know you probably see these three connection moves every single day inside of your inner circle, Susan, and they're the people who get the most business, right? Yeah, I feel like I do. I feel like that our community in particular, I think, is very good at lifting up. I think the step that we're missing in most cases is connecting who that client, that's the hard part for us is who is that client? And I love when you say, who do they need before and who do they need after? Mm. And when I translate in that mind, it's almost like what stage of life are they at? What are they Mm. doing in their day? And who are the other people that they're doing business with? And that, I think that's important uh, to know, but yeah, I, I believe that, I believe that most people do a lot of what you're speaking about naturally. I find the lift up move, women are great at that. Mm -hmm. And even show up, even if you're a little tentative, you'll show up, but it's the speak up move that trips us up. Yeah, It's actually asking a question or sharing my win that I had or being visible. And so for me, I've been that person. And so that's one of my passions, Susan, is really supporting women in speaking up. Now, Madonna, love her, hate her. She says, people don't ask for what they want. That's why they don't get what they want. And she's a woman who gets what she wants. And we've all heard her song, Express Yourself, right? It's all about speaking up. (laughs) And so it can be hard. And that's why you want to surround yourself with people like Susan and the inner circle community, because those women are all there lifting each other. It's so much easier to speak up when you have a relationship. When you have a connection, it doesn't feel icky to then ask for an introduction or ask someone to support your next promotion or ask someone to write a review for that new product or service. But it starts by showing up and lifting up first, building that connection. Then it makes it so much easier. You don't feel weird about speaking up. It's not mistimed. And it was like, where did that come from? I just met you, right? And so this is about creating profitable collaborations and getting new clients, getting new customers without spending a ton on advertising because what you're doing is that you're creating opportunities for collaboration, big or small collaborations. So, and really this would be like when you, uh, as when you talk about it in, in your membership, mm-hmm. what do you recommend as far as time that they spend? Like, I feel like you would want to be pretty focused and not be all over the place. Like maybe make a list of four or five people that you're, you're deliberately going to create a relationship with or connect with how, like, what would you recommend? What do you tell everyone to do that works? One of the things that we just did, actually, we just had a, uh, inside of our network, we just had a, inside of my mastermind, a 90-day focus on other people's audiences. So as a community, we were focused on other people's audiences for a period of time. But here's what I recommend. If you're not part of a mastermind or a membership or somewhere where you're getting support all the time to grow your business, something I do recommend if you're a business owner that you do look up. But I would just put aside some time, like find a block of even if it's an hour and start to brainstorm 
who else has my client before me, after me, and start to make some of those connections. And then I would always go for what's easy. We don't need to make it hard. What's easy? What's a connection that I already have, a relationship I already have that I can start to nurture? What groups do I already belong to? Who do I already know? And start there. But at some point, you are going to want to start to create some new relationships. But if you start to think of collaborations as part of your marketing strategy, then here's a rule of thumb. You want to spend as much time building those relationships as you would any other marketing. So I wouldn't be out there. I would spend more time on this than perhaps putting together your social media. Now that might sound crazy, but an hour invested in creating a collaboration could save you a whole lot of time and money because you're tapping into another person's audience, right? They may have tens, hundreds, thousands of people while your Facebook post or your Instagram is getting some low traction just because you haven't grown your profile enough, just because you're not one of those people who goes from zero to a million followers, which is most of us, <laughs> which, right? is but, uh, which is almost everyone. Yeah. But that other collaboration, they've already built trust with 100, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 people. Yeah. And those, they're sweet customers because when you come in and you've got the endorsement of that person, that is more powerful, even than you selling yourself. Yep. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Susan saying, Susie is great with relationships. It's more powerful than me saying, I'm really good with relationships. <laughs> right. Far more powerful. Right. So I encourage you. I don't have a set amount of time, Susan, but I think just starting to make it part of my strategy. Now, if we look at, you know, I'm buying ads, I'm doing my organic marketing, yeah. other people's audiences ought to be one of those streams, one of those things you pay attention to. I, I totally agree. And the way I would position it in my mind, if I was struggling with myself about this, is I would go back to the, what value is this work? Is this a $100 an hour job or is this a $20 mm. an hour job? And the potential ROI of uh even getting, say you even get, I don't know, one to 2% conversion when you actually mm -hmm. do do a collaboration with someone, seems to me there's no cost, no investment in advertising there. It's all nope. organic. And the ROI on that is huge. And I think it's a $100 an hour job because you're only at the beginning. Every time you do events like these, every time you collaborate with that person, I suspect that you can make it a little bit better and a little bit better. And if you're both growing your audiences, pretty good, pretty sweet deal. I love how you equated that to a higher level job because you're absolutely right, you know, because there's lots of things that we do that are working in the business, but working on partnerships and collaborations and relationships, that's a really a working on the business. You know, that's why it's a hundred dollar an hour task. And, but you have to pull yourself out of the weeds and be willing to invest some time uh, in order to do that. And it does take a little more of you because it is going to be about showing up and it is going to be about lifting up and paying attention and nurturing. And it's a longer game. But yes. the work that we do working on our business is what brings us the long-term profit. Yep. I totally agree. And, and, you know, I think it's really easy to always default to those 20 hour, dollar an hour jobs because it's easier. Yeah, it's easier, but but really, once you once you start getting a little bit of momentum with some of these uh, activities that are a little beyond your comfort zone, I think it just gives you the confidence to keep going. I love that you're focusing on collaborations with your community. It's something that, like, I know I can keep getting better with this, Susan. I don't know about you, 
Um, and so I love that we're having this conversation. And I would love that if you're listening to this, that you go out there and you just just give it a whirl, just yeah. try it um, and, and let us know how you go because our, people are always writing to me and surprised. Like I tried it and you know what? They said yes, right? because other people are trying to grow their business too. They're trying to find another audience. So it is really a, um, it works for both of you. If it works for one side and not the other, it's not, it's not a collaboration. It really is about it working for both of you. So I really encourage you to try it out. Yeah. And like everything else, just, just prefacing this with like everything else we do, it takes more than one time to determine whether it's a success or a failure. Commit commit to doing it for a year. Commit to trying it for a year and seeing uh, how you how you get on with it. Because I think you'll find that, well, I just didn't even know for my own personal business, the, the benefit I've had from collaborating with people has been significant. So, yeah. Thank you so much. You have... Uh, document that are that will help our members tell it let's talk about that so we've put together this blueprint um, which we call the connection blueprint and it gives you loads and loads of tips on how to show up where to show up how to show up ready to make connections and it walks through those three connection moves that i mentioned show up lift up and speak up and it's a very simple uh, document. There's no hard work. <laughs> it's a bit of a cheat sheet. <laughs> it's a bit of a cheat sheet. Right? It's a yeah, good place yeah. to start. It's a great place to start. And because even if you don't feel confident or you avoid asking for support or you're not 100% clear on the value you bring, this cheat sheet is going to give you a checklist of yeah. things to think about as you start to commit some yeah. of the time to this. And so I'm making the link available to Susan for the free connection blueprint. You simply enter your name and email address, and then it ends up in your uh, inbox. And of course, if you have any questions, I'd be happy to help answer those as so well. I'm going to put it in the show notes, Susie. So, awesome. so gang, if you would like to get the connection blueprint, just head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash 101, because Susie, this is episode 101. I like being episode 101. Yeah. So <laughs> head on over, go download. Susie, you are actually in my inner circle. You're in my group. So if people I love your group. They can ask mm. you there, if they could even tag you and ask you there. I'd be happy to do that. Thank you. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm in there. I'm pretty quiet. I probably should connect more. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I would love is actually, I think it would be amazing for you to uh, – show some of these examples the next time you get one from your members. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I will share that. That's a great idea. I would definitely share that inside the inner this, circle. Um, I think this is the way forward for so many of us. You know, it really is. It just makes so much sense to me. So much sense. Just because somebody uh, is your client and you expose them to someone else's business doesn't mean they're going to stop buying from you. Nope. No, in fact, they're going to look at you in a way that, oh, my God, she's a great source of amazing things. I'm always exactly. recommending Susan's program and uh, other people who I think my members could benefit from. Right. It's, it makes us all richer for the experience. Absolutely. Sure. Thank you so much, my friend. I know you got up early to record this with me. I appreciate <laughs> it. And the time are just so hard, but I know that. I know that our members are going to, or all of our listeners are going to benefit from this one. So thank I'm you. Thank you for having me. Yes. And congratulations on 101 episodes of this amazing show. I listen every week. Thank, thank you for you. having me. Yeah. And what you all don't know behind the scenes is when I was flopping around trying to figure out 
how to launch this podcast. It was Susie that told me how. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.